0: You're listening to Fantasy Nightcap, a Fantasy Football Astronauts production, with your hosts, Fox and Shane.
1: Welcome into the Fantasy Nightcap. Grab a drink, kick back, and relax. I'm your bartender for the night, Fox, and with me as always is my regular Shane. And tonight we've got another patron at the bar, our, our usual, Nick Sarnelli. How you guys doing tonight? Good. How are you, buddy? I'm all right. Nicholas,
0: how too. are you? I'm doing good. Hanging in there.
1: <laughs> How's the snow out there for both of you guys?
0: We're getting more snow tomorrow and freezing rain. And then Thursday, I think we're supposed to get like five to eight inches. So it sucks.
2: It has just been rainy and cold. We have not gotten an inch of snow since last weekend, and it sucks. Or two weekends ago.
1: Yeah, I got. We're getting rain, and that's all we've gotten. But it's actually been somewhat cold for California standards. Oh, what like seventy?
0: How the sunshine was.
1: <sighs> hey, fifty-four degrees is cold. All right. I I can agree with that.
0: Shorts and a T-shirt while they're here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this morning was bad. I I was bundled up in a long-sleeve shirt, a jacket, and shorts and a pair of pants, and I was dying in our house. My heart goes out to you. I'm
2: not going to see 54 degrees again until Monday. Next, I'm not going to see
1: 54 degrees till May. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's why they make booze to warm you up. What are you drinking, Shane? <laughs> I'm drinking uh slow and low
2: um the Hawks stylers that I've talked about on here before. It's mixed or uh it's brewed with rock candy and it is so
1: good, so smooth. Mm, nice Nick, what are you drinking?
0: well. I'm that guy, and I got a water.
2: <laughs> Why are you drinking water, Nick?
0: I've just been dieting and stuff like that, trying to be better. Proud of there's you. Also, there's also a, a challenge that you're hosting. so.
1: See, but at this point, you already have gotten a guest spot, so you can just give up now.
0: I didn't think it right. <laughs> I, I didn't think it out. We'll
1: wait. You can go down and get something to drink and come back.
0: <laughs> Maybe I will. Go grab a nip.
1: <laughs> uh, Fox, what are you drinking? Uh, Lesion Contact Haze.
2: Uh, one of your favorites, right?
1: Uh, it's becoming one, yeah. And they're finally starting to get more out here for Elysian. So I had the uh, Imperial Haze.
2: Uh, I think that's what I'm thinking of.
1: Yeah, I sent that one to... I showed Nick that one, and that one was good. <sighs> nice. I, I, I was a little nervous with it being Imperial, but it wasn't as heavy as I thought it was going to be. Good, good, good. But the uh, the stone that I showed you? Yeah. The... Oh, the one that was brewed in the like bourbon barrels. Yeah. It tasted like a flat Newcastle. It was disgusting. <laughs> uh, but when no I did pop the cork off, there was no, it was just like, Yew! and came out. So I almost wonder if it was bad to start with. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe. So Yeah. So it was a little disappointing. So I've got my other one with the, uh, Jägermeister, that I'm stoked for, so I'm waiting for the babies to come before I open that one up. Yeah, good. So that one better kid. not disappoint or I'll be uh, pissed off. <laughs>
2: and we've learned you don't want to piss off, Fox.
1: Sure. <laughs> I love you, Fox. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm very nice. All the good. time. You're a beautiful yep. human being. Oh, thank you. I aim to please.
0: It's all that vitamin D in Cali's sun. Yeah. Warm weather.
1: Yeah, we're we're clearly jealous
2: here on the East Coast. If you couldn't
1: tell. I mean, it's probably going to be another week before we even see seventy degree weather. So you know, it's a rough Sh- day for me.
2: Shut up. <laughs> Nick won't see seventy degree weather till it's June, and I'm not going to see seventy degree weather for another two months.
0: Shane, you know Fox sends me Zillow articles all the time of housing in San Diego?
1: <laughs> no, I didn't know that. I'm just going to start sending you pictures of the weather. <laughs> Maybe that'll do it instead. Once it warms up, have, I'll start doing that.
0: I have your guys' stuff wow. saved on my, uh, my weather app on my phone so I can see how everybody's doing.
2: Do you all know what I call the weather app that's uh, native to the iPhone? What? Dead Steve Jobs.
0: Oh, yikes. (laughs) I'll
2: ask Andrea, hey, I'll ask Andrea, hey, what's Dead Steve Jobs say the weather's going to be like today? (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, so we should probably talk about football now before we get kicked off
1: the internet. I was going to say you pissed off. You might piss off the wrong people. Might shut it down while we're in the middle of it.
0: <laughs> this podcast is no longer supported by Spotify on the Apple phone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to find like the deepest corners of the dark web to host us now. Thanks a lot.
2: <laughs> I have connections. <laughs> Good. We're going to need them.
1: Uh, <laughs> all right all right so we're talking about running back landing spots yes sir um this it's is a one free thing- agent yeah
2: so where free agents can land and where the rookies can land in the draft um i'm this is something i'm kind of intrigued by because i think this might be a, a very interesting off season with a lot of movement at a lot of positions honestly so We've got a list of landing spots, and we're going to kind of talk about each one, um, what kind of running back do they need, which one's the best, which one's the worst, and then how do we think they're going to improve their running back room. So, um, I'll start it off, and I'll just kind of read off the list that we've got, and then we can break down each one. So, potential running back landing spots, we have Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Miami, San Francisco, Atlanta, Tampa Bay, the Jets, and Arizona. So I'll, I'm going to open up by asking you, Nick, um, what kind of running back do you think that Buffalo needs?
0: It's a tough question because they already got Zach Moss and they got Singletary, but I don't know if either of those guys proved to be anything worthwhile for them either. And Buffalo, they threw the ball so much last year so i think if they were gonna commit to the run and get a running back i'd be looking to get like a bigger power back kind of guy like uh i love naji harris from alabama i think he'd be a great fit for buffalo if they were committed to actually running it the ball and using him um especially in that cold weather too
2: that's interesting because I actually think they need the opposite because they threw so much. I think they need a receiving back. Um,
1: and go and ahead. I agree. I agree yeah. with you on the on that one.
2: Um, I think they need a receiving back, someone that gives Allen a, another weapon out of the backfield, but also someone that they could split out wide. I think someone like Aaron Jones um, would mm-hmm. be an incredible fit here um on previous pods i've said chuba hubbard as a, a rookie running back would be a good one um and then another veteran one that i was thinking about today that we've got on our list for our next episode is Kenyon drake um so i think i think someone who can receive the ball out of the backfield um and give them an, another versatile way to manipulate that offense is what they need i don't think and, Nick, you can tell me why I'm wrong here or why you think I'm wrong, but I, I don't think they need a power back because they have Josh Allen. Um he's basically their goal line back and Moss and Singletary, the one thing that neither of them is excellent at to, in my opinion is receiving the ball. So, and I mean, neither of them is great either in my opinion. So I mean, I don't
0: I don't think you're wrong at all. I actually have uh before uh we all got on here I wrote out every running back that was a free agent all the rookies and Aaron Jones was actually my number one guy to Buffalo or Miami and yeah um I say Najee just because if they ended up going the draft route I think he'd be an ideal guy he can catch really well but um everything you said I I think was very spot on and uh even opens my mind up a little bit about it because, like like you said, splitting him out wide and those little wheel routes and stuff like that would yeah. be incredibly useful for Josh Allen. Um, I'm more so saying, like, if they were actually going to run the ball 20 times a game, I think one of those younger power backs would be very efficient in that offense. But right now I can I can totally understand your point where Buffalo is just totally committed to throwing the ball. A thousand yeah. times a game. So I I
2: don't think you're wrong at all. Okay. Fox, what do you think of Buffalo? I know you said Aaron Jones, but tell me more.
1: I mean, honestly, Aaron Jones would have been, and kind of is my only, I, th- I think that's where he goes. Yeah. I don't think he stays with the Packers. But then my other thought too is they pretty much already have the pieces. They dominated with, out truly having a guy like that so why spend the money why not go for the other running back and take mm-hmm. williams and take a cheaper a cheaper route there and then maybe miami would be more intriguing for jones
2: yeah possibly, possibly.
1: i would rather have jones in buffalo just because i don't think two is a good quarterback and i'd rather have a good quarterback with jones So I can honestly see either Packers back go to Miami or Buffalo though.
2: Don't you slander Tua. Me and Nick will come
1: after you. (laughs) Sorry, I just don't believe it.
0: (laughs) Big Tua guy right here. Same here.
1: I guess it's not the same vein, but honestly, the hype for Tua for me is the same bullshit hype (laughs) that everyone has for Lamar Jackson. (laughs) <laughs> and that's why I hate it so much. I knew
2: that's right where you were going.
1: Um, here's the <laughs> difference, Fox. Tua
2: can actually throw the ball.
1: I would okay. argue it's not much better. I, I can promise you it's better. You may.
2: Who do you, who
0: do you like better moving forward? Tua yeah. going into a sophomore season or a guy like Daniel Jones, who's just been mediocre at best?
2: Oh I like that question. <laughs> I don't
0: <laughs> I, I mean personally I do. I love Tua's upside. I think Daniel Jones stinks.
1: Uh, man. So I guess there's my it's... answer. She, you know my what? answer
2: my answer is Tua. Um and it's because Daniel Jones currently doesn't have a wide receiver one on his team, but it's <laughs> also a wide
1: receiver two hello
2: uh he's got a wide receiver too his name's Darius Slayton um (laughs) yes it is but I I think Tua we've talked about it in our group chat I think Tua is not um was limited by his offensive coordinator in Chan Gailey and they didn't fully let the reins go on him I feel like people um and maybe foxes included in this forget how good Tua was in college um yeah. and i i, I just
1: that the system. i know oh,
2: <laughs> he's made some throws that have made me go oh okay um you ain't messing around so i i think it's too over daniel jones no no question
0: he was building a now, great rapport with Preston Williams before he got hurt, too.
1: No, I'll give you that. So my, I, I guess I would go with Tua. It's not by much. And especially because, like, yeah, maybe the reins didn't come off and maybe it was Gailey, but you also just promoted two guys to the same position. So that makes me nervous of how play calling is truly going to go. I think he's smarter than Lamar Jackson. So whatever he needs to work on, he'll actually do it and be able to figure it out. But yeah, I mean, I agree with the same reasons. I'm not a fan of Daniel Jones either, but.
2: I think you think a rock is smarter than Lamar Jackson.
1: What? Well, everybody is.
2: (laughs) That was my point. I said, I think you think a rock is smarter than Lamar Jackson.
1: Yes. And, yeah, I I mean, I'd take of there. I think the offense is better, too. Well, his weapons outside of the running back are better than what you're getting in New York. Well,
2: all right, so let's transition to Miami. Um, What kind of running back do you think they need? And don't give me a, a specific player, just more of a type.
0: I mean, the same kind of player as Aaron Jones. One that can catch a football, one that can run some power like they needed they need a lot better than what they had last year that was the one thing they really lacked and at times they had some production from that spot but it just wasn't enough to really get everything going
1: yeah I agree I think I think honestly this might be where more of a power back comes in I like Gaskin but I I mean he's he's not the guy So I think he'd be maybe a guy that could spell whoever comes in. But if that's the case, I'd almost say go for a power back. And then that way you can maybe open up a little more for Tua to actually run it himself. Could you see Miami
0: spending money on a guy like Leonard Fournette?
1: I,
2: I actually like that. Um,
0: I think Fournette's going to get paid.
1: I think think so so
2: too. too. Jinx, you owe me a beer. Um, yeah, I, I like that pick, Nick. Um, but I, I totally agree with you, with both of you, honestly. I think they need a, a power back that's going to um, potentially open up the field and for, for Tua and take Gaskin out of the the starting role, but give him more of an opportunity to be a receiving back, which he excelled at. Um, yeah, exactly. But at the same time, if they didn't, like... I was kind of shocked they didn't draft a running back last year. Um, Mm -hmm. But if they don't draft one this year, Miles Gaskin is still a a decent fantasy running back who's going to be – I mean, he was consistent last year. He scored 9 to 15 points a game every single game. Never really – I think he only scored over 20 points once. Um, But he always got you that same floor. And so I think he'd be able to do that again. And if they add other pieces to that offense, then maybe he improves too. Fair point. Um, so with that, let's backtrack a little bit on the show sheet, and let's talk about Pittsburgh. Um, I do not think James Conner is coming back, and we'll talk about that more in the next episode. Um, but what kind of back do you guys think they need?
0: Pittsburgh needs that uh, an elite receiving back. Um They've excelled in the past with guys like Le'Veon Bell. When Le'Veon Bell got hurt, they had D'Angelo Williams. After that, they had uh, James Conner. They had all these guys that are basically PPR monsters in fantasy. Um, So I just think if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, yeah, if you're going to move on from Conner, I'd I'd like to get another – well, maybe not personally, but I, I'd like to see Pittsburgh continue with that trend and go for a receiving back that can basically do it all.
2: Yeah, I like that, but I would argue with you that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. James Conner is broke, so you need to fix it.
0: Well, I mean, that's why they're moving <laughs> on from him. But he did have that one. He did have a really good season. What was it? Two years ago?
2: Yeah, it was whatever. He, it was the year that Le'Veon held out. Right, um, he
0: was he was mediocre last year. He wasn't bad. But.
2: Yeah, he just for me, I, I Connor's not the type of back that I want really anywhere. Um, just because he he doesn't no. seem to stay stay healthy for me. Um, so I I I agree with you, Nick. I think they need um someone who is gonna be versatile enough to receive the ball. But with Pittsburgh, that like they always kind of to me have had this historical image of just like ground and pound. And I feel like if they got back to that, or at least had that ability um, again, then they would be better off. And I don't think they've had it with Connor because when you ground and pound with Connor, he breaks something. Fox, what say you?
1: I'm I'm kind of going with Nick on this one. Um, I mean, just looking at our our list of free agents, I actually really, I really like Marlon Mack here. I don't
2: hate that, actually.
1: I, I If I had my choice, it'd be him or Connor. I mean, uh, Carson would be the two that I would think would fit in pretty well here. Yeah. I mean, Carson, you're almost, I think you're getting a, a better, better Connor, James Connor. You're, yeah. yeah, you're still getting the injury. But, I mean, I can see him thriving here if he stays healthy. But I, I kind of like Marlon Mack here, and I hope that he kind of gets forgot about and someone just snags him, and I think it'll be a steal. I if he totally can be the starter. No, I, I actually think Mack and uh, Miami would be solid too. Yeah. He's going to go for really
0: cheap too. So coming off an injury. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely.
2: Definitely. <sighs> so uh, next we'll talk about San Francisco, San Francisco, San Francisco. Um, there's a shout-out to Eddie Izzard if anyone's a fan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They have a stable of backs, but uh, a handful of them, I think, are free agents this year. Um, and none of them stay healthy. None of them stay healthy. Shanahan's kind of seemed to use a a running back by committee. So what type of running back, Fox, do you think would cause him to break that mold?
1: Well, See, I don't know if he will. This, this is where I want uh, Jamal Williams to go.
2: That's an interesting pick.
1: This is where I want him to land, and I don't think he would take over the backfield, but I think if they actually stick to at least a 50-50 with, I mean, whoever's healthy and rely on Williams and let them both run together, I think that would be a solid play. It just depends on who that actual starter is going to be.
2: Yeah, Williams and Mostert is actually sounding like a nasty one two punch.
0: That would, be... Punch. I
1: actually that would be my Kenyan ideal.
0: Call. There. What'd you say, Nick? I have Kenyon Drake slotted there because of Mostert. I don't think, I think every time I watch Kenyon Drake, I don't know if he can handle being a full workhorse back. And that system in San Francisco creates highways for running backs. Yeah, I think that's where Kenyon Drake would excel in, and and be good. And I don't, I don't think he'd be a lot of money either. I think he's another guy that didn't do enough in Arizona to go into free agency and get paid.
2: No, I totally agree with you on that too. Um, the same. And and Fox, I don't really have much to add. You kind of hit that right on the head with Jamal Williams. Um, I think just to kind of define it more for myself. I would almost – because Mostert's so darn fast. Like, he'd, yeah. he he would could almost be that receiving back just because of his speed. I would kind of want to see someone who's better in between the tackles, kind of a power back in, in my traditional mindset that would fit there. And I think Williams can, can fit that mold. But I think a power back would excel um, in that running back by committee. So – Transitioning to our next team is Kyle Shanahan's former team, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Todd Gurley is a free agent, and that means Brian and Brian Hill is actually also a free agent. I think he might be a restricted free agent. I can't remember off the top of my head. But um, that means Ido Smith is their starting <laughs> running back right now. And and that's if Brian Hill or, or Todd Gurley doesn't come back. So with that in mind, what do you guys think? Who what type of back do you want to
1: see in Atlanta? Man, the next three honestly are almost all the same answer for me. I know he's aging out, but and I think Atlanta would probably be my favorite for it. But I really think Mark Ingram would work here. I think I... they need to draft I think they need to draft somebody. Mm-hmm but I think Mark Ingram needs uh, could have some life in this offense.
2: Okay. I don't hate that. better
1: than what Todd Gurley's going to give you.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, I almost could see them bringing in someone like Ingram. Um, I think if they brought someone in, it'd probably need to be someone cheap because I think they have other areas that they need to improve. Yeah. I don't think Ingram is going to be that expensive. Exactly that. No, that's exactly what I'm saying. Um, so they could bring in someone like Ingram and have someone who's got a little bit of veteran veteran presence, but still have some juice in the tank, um, and really kind of shape the, or I guess formulate shape the rebuild. I guess because that's kind of that's really what they need to do is is just rebuild. Yeah. So. Um, no, I, th- I think that makes sense because Ingram, he's not a... I wouldn't say he's a bona fide receiving back, but he can do it. Um, exactly. And if they drafted someone, too, that had that ability, they'd, they'd be fine, I think. Nick, what do you think?
0: I agree with Fox. Uh, not so much on the money ball. I, I love Ingram. Uh, I think he's going to go to a contender um, yeah, and Try to and try to get a ring. So, like... I have Ingram slotted in with like New England, Kansas City, or Green Bay, just a cheap a cheap running back on a fetcher uh, minimum deal kind of thing, very small. And uh, so for Atlanta, I actually had like James Conner kind of running back, somebody that can catch, run the ball a couple plays. They're a, a run a pass first offense anyways, so I think he'd be a good fit there. Chris Carson, if they're willing to spend the money. Mm, yeah,
2: I actually don't like or don't hate the uh, the James Conner pick there. Um, I mean, he's healthy. If he stays healthy, he's probably a good fit there. Um, so, Fox, you've already kind of said what you think about this next one. Tampa Bay, I I struggle to put them on the sheet because they've got Ronald Jones. They drafted Keyshawn Vaughn last year um, Fournette, I think, is probably out of there. Um, so I I really think they need someone who can actually catch the ball out of the backfield. Um, and ironically enough, there's a player that we're going to talk about next week that I think might end up there um, and reunite with Brady. So there's a little tease for you people. But I, I just think they need somebody who can actually catch the ball out of the backfield. Jones has, well, isn't consistent enough. Fournette wasn't consistent enough. And Vaughn, I, I don't know about there's Vaughn. chance. I, I thought that's a, exactly what I was about to say. I don't think Vaughn got a chance um, and you and I have, have talked about it. I wish he did. Um, yeah. So maybe Vaughn is the, is that guy. Um, but I think they need someone who can pair with Rojo and be a receiving back or pair with Vaughn and be a receiving back. Um, so that's yeah. kind of what I think about Tampa Bay. What do you think about it, Nick?
0: No, I was just going to say the same thing, and I know who the teaser is. I have it written down. It's the same thing. (laughs) And there's there's one other player on here that I feel the same way about that I think would be an ideal fit, but uh, we'll let that be. But I think a receiving – I'm a Rojo guy. I think think very highly of Rojo, and there are times where I understand he got hurt, but I don't think he really got as much opportunity as I think he should have gotten but um, a receiving back would be ideal there.
1: Yeah, I think Fournette stole some of his opportunity away. I mean, it absolutely crushed him in the playoffs, but I think well, Rojo's going to be the guy there, and I, I think he'll work on the receiving, and I think that's – yeah, you can bring in a veteran guy, but I think if Ro- Rojo proves it, it, it's his job.
0: I do too, and I like Rojo. I think he's a good player.
2: See, I – in, the, in last year's offseason, I was definitely a Vaughn over Rojo guy. And then Fournette totally yeah. screwed that up. Um, yes. But Rojo really did kind of grow on me. Um, to where I wasn't. I won't say I'm a, a like a Rojo truther or supporter even. But I don't hate him. I think he's a—he's better than I thought he was. And like you guys said, if he actually gets a, a full opportunity and a full workload. And heck, probably a, a full offseason with Brady can't hurt Maybe no. he is the guy. Um, so well, maybe they don't bring in our teaser back or a receiving. Yeah. Back, but that's what I think they need to bring in.
1: He's a guy I'm targeting in the off season for cheap.
2: Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. Yep.
2: All right. This one. I mean, they need help everywhere. They suck. <laughs> if you listen to our last episode, they were my bottom flight of, 2020, (laughs) Um, it's the New York Jets. So, Fox, I'm going to lead with you. What kind of back do you think they need? And I know one that scores touchdowns on every play
1: isn't an actual answer. So, (laughs)
2: I'll cut you some slack. They
0: need somebody with two legs and a heartbeat.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, this this is a a Chris Carson – landing spot for me honestly even Fournette, i think could do well you think here. one of those
2: veteran guys goes there though
1: it depends i don't know that honestly money, depends on, money, on talks. money or even how how the draft shakes out um but i think with them it's got to be a rebuild here they have to draft somebody
2: yeah i i mean i can't i can't disagree with that um i don't i don't foresee them bringing somebody in um oh there's actually somebody on the list that we'll talk about next episode that i think could be a surprise fit here um if he's looking to get out of his current situation um so i'll, I'll leave it at that but i i mean really what they need is just somebody who can actually run the book they need a do it all guy, but they need someone who's not four hundred year old Frank Gore, um, yeah. or Ty, or Ty Johnson. I don't think Ty Johnson's very talented. I would love to see LaMichael P. Ryan actually get a shot at a full time yes. job here, um, yes. but I'm almost wondering if he's more of a scat back kind of jet sweep guy. Um, and they, I still think they need to draft someone. Even if they did give P. Ryan a shot, I don't know if he could tote a full full workload in the NFL.
1: Yeah, I think it's got to be draft here. Yeah, what about you, Nick?
0: I actually, I can't imagine them signing a running back unless they're looking for leadership. If yeah. they, you know, because I, I definitely see them going draft, but uh, I actually, out of all of the free agents, there was only one of them I had going to the Jets, and um, it was Todd Gurley, actually, Interesting. and. Yeah, well, just for leadership kind of stuff, I can't imagine that guy being a, a an every down back anymore, especially if they're going to draft one. I, You know, I've read he's a decent guy in the locker room and stuff like that, so, he, like I said, he was the only person I could think of that would be a, a decent fit over there.
2: I actually kind of like the sound of a, a Todd Gurley LaMichael P. Ryan backfield. Um, <laughs> I don't – not – I don't know why. Maybe it's the slow and low speaking. Um, but I, I, I like the sound of that. I think they would complement each other well. Um, so last one on the uh, official list before we kind of get into some other questions is Arizona. Um, Drake's a free agent. Edmonds um, is uh, has been decent, but not... We're not really given a full workload, um, so with that, um, what do you guys think Arizona needs? Speed. Speed. I,
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think I think they're gonna go for the fastest, gadgetiest guy in this draft. Or okay, you know, um, they're another team. They they have their running back in Kyler Murray. It's true. You know, they just need another guy to catch the ball, basically. So whoever Did, can do those jet sweeps or you know just run out and catch a pass they're, that's they're going to be their guy
2: I think I know the answer to this Nick but I want to ask you anyway um and it's just based off their offense that I think I know the answer do you think a power back would benefit them at all
0: no i just i don't see them being that kind of I don't see them having that kind of offense where they'd use a power back. Like, if you took Derrick Henry, you'd have to commit to using him in Arizona. Hypothetically, of course, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, James White, I think, would be an ideal fit in Arizona. Um, just because of how good, he's, how good of a pass catcher he is. Yeah. But I think they'll go
1: for a speedster in the draft. Yeah, I was going to say, power doesn't work here. Um,
2: I like a little balance to my offense okay that's that's the only reason I asked
1: fair and I I agree with Nick I think it's speed and I think it comes in the draft I don't see them making a splash to grab somebody if they do anything they keep Drake and that's it but I don't think he's the answer he didn't prove it and I think it's time for them to find yeah they need to find their guy and I think that's in the draft
2: gotcha All right. So speaking of the draft, I've got a question for you both. Do you guys think the Jags will draft a running back?
0: No.
1: I'm on the fence. I I would love to say no, but I think they've kind of screwed this whole thing up already with how they handled. Well, just the whole Minshew back and forth crap this season was just stupid and. I mean, Robinson absolutely proved he deserves to be the guy, but I can honestly see them drafting somebody to blow that up. like Almost as if it's like they want to see that they have a true uh, back in Robinson and make him compete, but I think he's the guy. But I I can see them drafting.
2: Yeah, I'm also on on the fence about it too. Um, I think if they draft someone day two – Robinson's in trouble. If they draft someone day three, then Robinson's still got a chance at being the guy. And I think he's good enough to be the guy. Um, Oh, absolutely. It's just a matter of does, does urban Meyer want him and does the front office still want him?
1: And that's, that would be probably my last thing is urban's the one that makes me nervous about it all. I I hate him there. And I think, I think he's going to flame out within a, a season or two.
2: I'm giving um, him three seasons max.
1: Yeah, I'd say minus two. Generous. Yeah, I think mine's two, and then you never see him again. Um, uh, yeah, but I would agree. T- we uh, day two or round two or no, sorry, day two. Yeah, I would be worried. But
2: all right, um, Nick any any final thoughts on the Jags?
0: Yeah, I, this is another one where they – James Robinson crushed it last year. And as I was going over everything, I was going to say he was so efficient at running. Maybe they'll draft a pass catcher. And I'm looking at his stats. He had 60 targets for 49 catches, three touchdowns. Maybe they'll go for a receiving back. But I can see them signing, again, a, a veteran, an older veteran guy, cheap money, and using him as like a, a compliment towards Robinson but I I think Robinson's the guy over there
2: gotcha um so last question before we really kind of break down the the teams as a whole any other landing spots that you guys think we missed um anybody else that you think will sign a a big splash free agent guy or or draft a guy and we'll say day one or day two of the NFL draft
1: maybe Seattle I was going to say Seattle, maybe San Francisco, but I don't really see anybody reaching to get someone.
2: Okay. Nick, I think when we were talking earlier, you mentioned Philly. Um, Do you think they draft someone or pick someone up to spell Miles Sanders or keep it in RBBC?
0: So, yeah, I actually, on my list, uh, I can give it to one of you guys for next week, but James Conner was another one of those guys. I know it sounds crazy for him in Philly, but I think he would be a really good compliment to Miles Sanders.
2: No, I actually kind I actually of agree don't hate that. that. <laughs> yeah. um, screw the Eagles, but I think that's actually a, a decent <laughs> pick there. I agreed.
0: It'll all come down to money and I don't know if Connor's gonna command a whole lot of it or have like a, a really good market for himself based on last season. So yeah. If if the price is right, I, I just I wouldn't rule Philly out of the question for him.
2: Okay. Um I like that. So with all the landing spots that we've talked about today, which ones do you guys think are the best? And I'm gonna make give me two answers. Which ones do you think is the best for a free agent, and which ones do you think is the best for a rookie? Um, Fox, as our bartender, I'll let you start.
1: Uh, oof! I think Buffalo's your best for a free agent. Okay. And man, I I'd say Arizona or New York's your best for a rookie.
2: Interesting. Okay. Nick, what about you?
0: For a free agent, I I think it's going to be Seattle. And for okay. a rookie, I'm going to say Atlanta.
2: Okay, interesting. Um, neither of you guys actually picked my spot. Um, I think this may be a cop-out answer, but I think Miami is the best landing spot for either, honestly. Yeah. Um, there are certain rookies or certain free agents that I would want um, at any of the other teams that we've mentioned but Miami I think is the only one and they've got the most draft capital um, and I think a ton of cap room I think they're the one that I would want that I could see spending money or drafting someone or potentially both um because running back is the, the one area that I think that they need to vastly improve over last year. Because um, if Preston Williams is healthy, Devontae Parker's there, bleh, um, and they've got Gesicki, <laughs> yep. um, I think their, their receiving core is fine. Um, and their defense is, is young and improving. Um, so I think running back's the one position that if they address that and can really p- protect tua on the offensive line then they'll be they'll be a real contender this year um more than they were last year so that's my spot and i i'm picking it for
1: both yeah i don't hate it i, th- I think that works honestly for them so which landing spot is the worst
2: then
0: the jets <laughs> They just there's (laughs) so much work to do over with that team. I don't care who goes there. I'm
1: avoiding it. Yeah, I was going to say Tampa would be mine. Mine too,
2: actually, is is Tampa. Tampa – so it's Tampa or San Francisco. And it's just because I cannot stand the running back by committees that Shanahan uses. Yeah, that's fair.
0: See, I'm just kind of disregarding Tampa because I don't really know if they're even going to be in the market for a running back. San Francisco, I I do understand, but I just think the Jets are going to be so bad again where it just doesn't even matter. They're not even going to be running the ball. They're going to be playing from behind. They're going to be throwing it a ton.
2: Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, All righty. Um, I think that's it. Cool. So what are we
1: breaking down next, uh, next week, Shane?
2: Next week, we're actually going to break down the players. So we'll talk about rookies and potential free agents going to these teams and potentially other teams um, and just kind of talk about what type of player they are um, and where we think the best fit for them is going to be, as
1: well as our top five favorite actors. All right. And uh, hopefully, Nick, you can join us again for that one. I'll be there. Awesome. Roll Tide. Thank you guys for listening to the Fantasy Nightcap, where we serve you fantasy advice straight, no chaser. You can find myself on Twitter at thecarbonfox__ff. Shane, where can they find you?
2: They can find me at ffshaneb. uh, Obviously, at Fantasy Nightcap, where this podcast will be released. And then my articles are now on the 14 Personnel Pod um, website. Also, just a quick shout-out, if you have not signed up for Polly's Playoff, the sign-up has started. Um, Thank you guys both for participating this year and last year. Um, So Polly's Playoff is a tournament to benefit the walk to end Alzheimer's. So if you guys want to sign up, my pinned tweet has all the details. Nick, where can we find you?
0: You can find me at Nick Sarnelli.
1: All right. Well, that wraps up this week, and we will see you guys next week. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for
0: having me on, guys.